does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell, and it is brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We've got a lot of basketball to talk about, high school, college, all-star game coming up soon. All that's happening right now, though. Busiest guy you know, most important guy you know, because he has all the scores, the Minister of Information. It's Network Indiana's Corbin Lingenfelter. Good evening, Coach. It's great to be with you and Kylan Talley on what has been a beautiful day across central Indiana. Taking a look at some scores that have come in, Heritage Hills were winners over Forest Park, 70-42. Heritage in Jay County, that game went into overtime, and three points separated these two. Heritage takes a 67-64 win over Jay County. Then it's Homestead over Fort Wayne Concordia, 54-47. Jimtown, 47-38 winners over John Glenn. Indianapolis Tech over Lafayette Jeff, 44-2. 40. Then moving our way down to Lewis Cass and North Miami, 57 to 36 winners there. Manchester defeated Purdue, 61 to 59. Marion, 73. McCutcheon, 55. Marquette Catholic, 60 to 53 winners over River Forest. Merrillville, 1. 63 to 43 over Laporte. Morgan Township in Couts, 37-35 final there. Mount Vernon Fortville, 63. Madison, 40. And Mount Vernon Posey, 52. Boonville, 45. New Pal and Shelbyville, 72 to 52 in favor of New Palestine. Northeastern was 59 to 34 winners over Tri. Northridge, 46 to 43 winners over Concord. Northview and Brown County, 70 to 45 was the final there in favor of Northview. Norwell, 48. Huntington North, 46. Oak Hill, 62. Blackford, 37. Orleans defeated Paoli, 49 to 36. Park Heritage, 56 to 32 winners over Fountain Central. Providence defeated New Albany, 64 to 47. And Purdue, Polly Inglewood, 52. Indian Creek, 43. For girls, regional action coming up tomorrow. Let's start off in Class 4A. Laporte, that regional. South Bend, Washington takes on Lake Central. That game's at 5 o'clock. And then following, it's Northridge versus Valparaiso. Over in Marion, that regional, it's McCutcheon versus Homestead at 1 o'clock. Noblesville and Fort Wayne Snyder will follow around 4 o'clock. Decatur Central Regional, Pike is taking on Plainfield. That game's at 7. And then the game that precedes that is Mount Vernon-Fortville versus Lawrence Central. That game will be at 4 o'clock. Bedford North Lawrence Center Grove is at Bedford North Lawrence. 1 o'clock tip between the Trojans and Bedford North Lawrence. Franklin is taking on Evansville North in that same regional four o'clock start time for them as well down in 3a Jimtown regional hamilton hanover excuse me central versus bremen four o'clock start for that game new prairie is taking on northwood at seven o'clock in lapel hamilton heights is at woodland that's a one o'clock start benton central is taking on norwell at four o'clock that's in the cast the regional i'm sorry southmont is danville versus speedway at four o'clock indian creek in the green castle 
Regional is taking on Indianapolis Chatar. That's at four. Crawford County Regional. Washington is taking on Gibson Southern at 1 o'clock. And a big game coming up tomorrow night. The Indiana Hoosiers, Purdue Boilermakers, round two. Purdue took the first game against Indiana back in January in that game. There's a lot of fouls, so Mike Woodson addressed this. Maybe I need to just call the officials and tell them don't call fouls. You know, Coach, that might work for you, maybe, but... I doubt it. I know he was joking on that. That game will tip off at 8 o'clock on Fox. Purdue, the second-ranked team in the nation with a 20-2 record, 10-2 conference record in the Big Ten. Indiana, 14-9 on the year, 6-6 in the conference. Game will be taking place over at Mackey Arena. So you don't want to miss that one. Again, 8 o'clock tip on Fox between Purdue and Indiana. I'm Corbin Lingenfelter. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is the legendary Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. High school basketball tonight. Heritage Hills is number three in 3A tonight. They beat Forest Park 70-42. to The head coach at Heritage Hills, Nate Hawkins, joins me. Nate, thanks for the call. Congratulations on an impressive win tonight. Well, I appreciate that, Coach. Uh, We played really, really well on both ends tonight. Um, Came out of the gate, uh, you know, just a lot of energy, and uh, we had a fun night at uh, Heritage Hills. You know what? It's uh, it's great to win. Sometimes you wonder if you play that well in, in you know at the beginning of February. Uh, you know you know what I mean. Okay, we need to save some of this. We need to we need to bottle this and save this as we go along. But you know you want to win and you want to play well, and your kids did that. Right. Well, absolutely, and and uh, we did. We played really well and uh, came off a tough loss at at, at Jasper uh, Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And, right. Uh, Gave up six, seven points, so uh, I was a little uneasy at practice this week, and uh, <laughs> um, you know, felt like uh, we, we. I just know we're a much better defensive team than what we put put forth there at Jasper, and uh, and it showed tonight. Uh, you know, we built a uh, fourteen point lead at the half, got up to twenty at the end of the third quarter, and we just kept uh, just kept grinding and, and getting really good possessions on both ends. Um, just played really well together. Um, you know, we had uh, um, we talked about Trent all the time um, here right. on your show, Coach. And, uh, you know, Trent, uh, he doesn't even lead us in scoring tonight. Um, we had a sophomore, Jake Pryor, who gets 21 for us tonight. Really got us going. But uh, they, mm-hmm. they, threw, uh, they threw the bus at Trent. And uh, Trent, <laughs> a willing passer that he is, um, he, he gave it up. And uh, Jake and uh, all of his counterparts really delivered tonight. So, um, you know, I'm just uh, just really proud of them and uh, just how hard they played, uh, responded after that tough loss at Jasper, and uh, just, just stuck with uh, uh, the scouting report and, and what we did um, all week long. And um, like I said, we had some spirited uh, practices, and uh, the right, response right. to see that is, uh, is really rewarding for, uh, for us and, and for the players as well. If there is such a thing, maybe in, in a lot of regards, that was a good loss for you because it seems to have gotten people's attention. They seem to refocus. Mm-hmm. comes at a good time. You've got plenty of time to continue to work on things. But sometimes you need to, to take a step back and realize how important it is to go back to the practice floor and work on the basics. 
Yeah, well, that that's exactly the, the speech that we had going into this week of, of practice was, uh, you know, obviously we don't want to lose a game, but uh, sometimes if you right. can, it, it can help refocus uh, and, uh, you know, you can get some of that positive energy back because, hey, let's look at, I mean, you know, we've had a, we've had a great season uh, and some really good wins this year, uh, but uh, uh, sometimes it's nice to go back to the drawing board and say, hey, we got to clean this up, have a good film right. session. Right. Uh, they, they see where they maybe have made some mistakes and uh, and then just see your kids respond. I mean, that just tells you a lot about the, the toughness that your kids have and, uh, you know, they were really excited about the way they played tonight and, uh, you know, and it's a great time. I mean, as we're, uh, we're winding down here a couple weeks before the tournament and, uh, you know, we just want to keep getting better and be playing our best basketball uh, here when we head into March. Well, you're going to need to because I'm sitting here looking at your schedule. Uh, Southridge, mm-hmm. Southridge, Tell City uh, on the road, Princeton uh, to wrap it up. Those are that's a formidable uh, finish to your schedule because those are good teams, uh, really well coached teams, and so yeah, it's a great preparation for you going into the tournament. Well, there's no question about that, and and Southridge and Princeton are both in our sectional. Uh, right, well. right. So, I mean, it is. It's a, it's a great prep for that turn for the tournament. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, we kind of just it's one game at a time. And, and now you know we took care of business tonight, and now we move our attention to Tuesday again. Yep, and if we can do that, we feel like we can be successful. I think you're right. Nate Hawkins, the head coach at Heritage Hills, they're number three in 3A. Tonight they beat Forest Park 70-42. to Nate, thanks for your time. Good luck next time out. Well, I appreciate it, Coach. Look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks very much. Lots and lots of basketball. You've heard Corbin run through some of the uh, matchups coming up tomorrow in the regionals. Um, Don't forget to join Greg Rickstraw. Sunday for the semi-state pairing show on the IHSA IHSAATV.org website. He'll update you on who's going to be playing whom in the semi-state. Also, don't forget to join us tomorrow night. Yes, we have a Saturday night show. <laughs> Sorry for that. We've had that show for 30 years, so join us. We'll be talking about a lot of college basketball, a lot of high school basketball tomorrow. Spend some time on the regionals, uh, full day of college basketball. So Saturday night's a fun night. Don't forget to join us. Thanks for being with us tonight. We have a lot more high school basketball to talk about throughout the night. Coming up, scoreboard update with Corbin Lingenfelter. This is Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Corbin Lingenfelter. Let's get some more finals from boys basketball this evening. North Davies was winners over North Knox, 53-35. North Montgomery defeated Frankfurt, 43-34. North Vermilion over Riverton Park, 65-41. Northridge defeated Concord, 46-43. Northview over Brown County, 70-45. Oak Hill in Blackford, 62-37 win for Oak Hill. Orleans and Paoli, that game finished with a 13-point win for Paoli, 49-36. Providence and New Albany, 64-47 in favor of Providence. Then down at Southridge versus North Posey, 56-48 win for Southridge. Southwestern Hanover, 66-35 over Rising Sun. Southwood, 77 over McConaughey. 
That was 77-67. Springs Valley defeated White River Valley 51-39. Switzerland County 62-39 over Shaw Memorial. Terre Haute North 56 56- 235 over Bloomington North. Terre Haute South over West Vigo, 57 to 44. Tippecanoe Valley, 63 to 41 over Knox. Tri Central, 60. Taylor, 37. Tri West, 59. Crawfordsville, 39. Vincennes Lincoln, 72 over Eastern Green at 41. Wabash was winners over Rochester, 72 to 67. In overtime, Waldron defeated South Decatur, 57 to 50. Four. Wapahani was winners over Monroe Central, 69-53. Warsaw, 63-56. Winners over Plymouth. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you could join us. We're hopeful that the voice will make it to the end of the night. Stay with us. Scott Mitchell from Swim Sports joins me. He had the call on the Forest Park game. We just talked with Nate Hawkins about Forest Park beating... uh, um, excuse me, Heritage Hills beating Forest Park 70-42. to Scott, thanks for the call. You heard our conversation with Nate. Did he leave anything out other than his guys were pretty impressive defensively and got into yeah. an offense and were pretty solid all night? They were they were very impressive coming off a loss to, to Jasper, their last game. They came out ready to play ball. And uh, I'll tell you what, the first opportunity this year we've had to see uh, Jake Pryor. He was hurt when we had – Heritage Hills earlier, and uh, he was very impressive tonight. And, you know, you can go on and on about Trent Cecily, what a great player he is, and he is. I don't think enough is giving him credit for what a great facilitator he is. He made some terrific mm-hmm. one-handed mm-hmm. passes, half-court leading the break uh, for layups. He hit prior a lot of times underneath when he was doubled up. Uh, so just a really good effort tonight by Nate Hawkins' Heritage Hills Patriots. You know, Nate says it about his team, that his team are all willing passers. And I think people need to just listen to what that says. That's hard to have in a group of people. And um, But his guys, one of the reasons why they're as successful as they are, among others, is that they're willing to share the ball and do it and do it quite well. Yeah, they are. They're a very good passing team. They go to 17-3 and three now. And um, I tell you, um, they're, they're – firing on all cylinders and uh it wouldn't uh wouldn't surprise me to see them make a long run into the uh state tournament this year so are are you doing a regional tomorrow we are we're going to be at crawford county we've got the gibson southern lady titans against the washington lady hatchets in the first game and then we've got uh bar reeve and uh single a against number one uh, lanesville so we've got two good games, I think, from Crawford County tomorrow. Well, give me uh, your perception. Give me your view of these two games that you're going to have. Well, the first game uh, in Gibson Southern Washington, they're both in the Pocket Athletic Conference. Played earlier this year, Gibson Southern won that game. I think uh, the big key in this game is I think in state tournament you have to have good guard play, and I think that's where Gibson Southern has an edge with Gabby Spink and Chloe um, um, Graham, and I think that's going to be the edge in the front game. The second game, uh, Bar Reeve comes in at 13 and 12. Uh, had you know had a good run to get to the uh, regional. Uh, Lanes Hill is just so solid with their switching defenses, and mm-hmm. I, ju- I just think they're going to be too much for Bar Reeve. Should be two pretty good ball games. 
too. You're gonna so. be. You're a busy guy. You're well, you're a busy yeah. guy. Not much turnaround. You're gonna be on the road early. What time are you pulling out yeah. tomorrow? Uh, we're leaving Evansville at uh, eight thirty to uh, get up to Crawford County, and uh, and then next week we'll be at the. Uh, we're doing the Jasper uh, Sim- Girls Sim State. So the IHSA asked us to do that, and we'll be there. Not sure who right. will be there yet, what class, but that'll be a fun day also. From Swim Sports, Scott Mitchell on the call of Heritage Hills 70-42 win over Forest Park. I appreciate the call. Call me tomorrow night. Give me an update on uh, regional action if you do, if you don't mind, Scott. Thanks for the call. All right. Will do, Coach. Take care of yourself. Thanks. Thank you very much. I need to, really. <laughs> I apologize for the coughs. Uh, I wish it weren't happening, but yes, um, it's that time of year. Um, I don't know about you, but this is this is my yearly my, my time for my yearly uh, cold that lasts what seems like uh, the rest of the calendar year. But uh, we know it won't be that way. Coming up, we have a lot more basketball to talk about. Lots and lots of college basketball on the uh, docket, if you will, tomorrow. The big game, obviously, in college basketball, uh, IU at Purdue. That's an 8 o'clock start in West Lafayette tomorrow night. Uh, They've already played. Purdue won the first one. Uh, It's an important game for both teams. Anytime you play uh, IU and Purdue, whatever the sport, it's an important game for the obvious reasons. Um, So I think it'll be – it's really an important game. IU gets a a much-needed win earlier in the week. Um, Boilers are just doing what they do. They're shooting it better. Lance Jones has been a great addition. Um, what more can you say that hasn't been said about Zach Eady? Um, the perimeter play has really, in the last couple of ball games, has elevated. Um, so they're playing. They're playing at a very, very high level. Hoosiers have to, uh, I think, number one, try to find a way uh, to negate what Zach Eady does, uh, and they have to shoot the ball better. They haven't shot the ball well. I don't think they've necessarily taken care of the basketball that well. So uh, you're going to be in a hostile crowd. Um, Hostile crowds um, can – they greatly influence matchups. They always do. Uh, And so if you're IU, I think in a game like this, you can ill afford to get a bad start. Uh, Granted, it's 40 minutes long, but you're going to be – if you don't want to climb out of a hole uh, in in a matchup like this. And so – and that's what you have going on tomorrow. Also tomorrow, Greg Gregstrong and I will be doing the uh, Purdue-Fort Wayne at IUPUI matchup at the uh, Fairgrounds Coliseum. Uh, it's a noon start, so um, very important Horizon League matchup, Horizon League tournament starting in a couple of weeks in Indianapolis at the Farmers Coliseum on the Fairgrounds. So very important game there. Indiana State, best team in the state right now. Hottest team in the state right now at Missouri State in a big matchup in uh, the Valley. Uh, very important matchup. They just need to keep winning. You never know if the Valley is going to get that second bid. You ju- you just do not know. And so um, the the committee doesn't really want to have a mid-major uh, conference with more than one because it takes away major college opportunities. That's how this works. Uh, having spent seven years in the Horizon League office, and our commissioner was on the committee, I think I understand what goes on behind closed doors. 
Um, and also, just structurally, it's set up to benefit the power conferences. And so, you need to keep winning. You just need to keep winning and put the pressure on the people who are going to make the decisions. And uh, if you haven't watched Indiana State, you ought to take a, take some time to do it. They're fun to watch. They're, they are a, a team. They shoot it well. They, they play so well with one another. Uh, they are a team runs the floor well. They're, they're really solid defensively. Don't talk much about their defense, but they're, they're good. Um, but, um, you know, they are, they are a team that um, has a lot of different pieces that play awfully, awfully well together. And so get a chance to watch them, take a look, see them. Also tomorrow in college basketball, Providence at Butler, very important Big East matchup. Dogs are playing better. Uh, and I think it's a very important game for them uh, as they get closer and closer to the Big East tournament. In terms of uh, seed and positioning, Ball State at Texas State tomorrow. Evansville at Murray State. Uh, and um, that wraps up the Division Ones, I believe. Uh, Notre Dame, I'm sorry, I didn't mention the Notre Dame matchup. So we'll get to that a little bit later. Don't forget... Join us tomorrow night on the show. We'll be talking about a great number of these games, plus small college basketball wrapping up. Greg Rakestraw and I did the uh, Huntington and Marion men-women doubleheader. Today is a sweep for Marion. These uh, men's teams, both uh, high-powered, Huntington averaging like uh, 81 points a game. They can light it up. Uh, The Knights limited them to 55 today. Uh, Huntington just could not knock down some threes. Uh, it's a Marion team that's not very big. Had a couple of guys injured, and they just played a bunch of little guys. My new favorite player, Wes, uh, excuse me, is Gus. Uh, yeah, my favorite player. <laughs> it was uh, I've forgotten his last name, uh, but it, it was it's just fun to watch. Fun to watch him play. These two teams battled. I mean, battled and battled and battled, and it was just a fun, fun game to be a part of. So. Um, I'm always a big fan of small college basketball. Spent my coaching career on that level. So uh, I appreciate how hard it is to do that. Coming up, more basketball. Don't forget, join us tomorrow night. Lots and lots of regional discussion. Girls regionals. Reminder, coming up on the 18th of this month is the Boys Pairing Show. Live from the IHSAA. Greg Rakestraw and I will be live from the headquarters Telling you who's going to be playing whom. Scoreboard update coming up right now with Corbin Lingenfelter. This is Indiana Sports Talk. And thank you as we get started with some scores going on from around the state of Indiana. Let's start with Jasper and Castle. A huge matchup in the Southern Indiana Athletic Conference. Jasper, the Wildcats winners over the Castle Knights, 60-58. to That game needed a little extra time to get to a final. Jimtown and John Glenn, 47-38 winners was Jimtown. Kankakee Valley over Calumet, 83-77. Kokomo and Richmond, 83-61. Lake Central over Michigan City, 64-63. Lakeland and Central Noble, 56-51.
one. And then LaPel was winners over Shenandoah, 72-44. to Lawrence Central over Indianapolis, Washington, 74-62. Lewis Cass, 57. North Miami, 36. McConaughey, 77. Southwood, 67. Ligoti over Mitchell, 58-49. Marion over McCutcheon, 73-55. Manchester over Peru, 61-59. Merrillville over Laporte, 63 to 43 Medora over Providence Cristo Ray 53 to 40 Marquette Catholic was also winner 60 to 53 over River Forest Mishawaka Marion 54 South Bend St. Joseph 51 Mishawaka 40 Northwood 32 Monrovia 60 to 51 excuse me 60 to 51 over Owen Valley, Mooresville Christian over at Heritage Hall 66 to 10 and Mooresville over Martinsville 83 to 61. More scores coming up. I'm Corbin Lingenfelter. Welcome back everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Jasper beats Castle in overtime tonight, 60-58 to from WITZ. Chris Norton has the call on this thrilling game. Chris, thanks so much for the call. What a ball game. It, it was one of the best of the year. You had youth hoops night. You had crisis connection. So uh, the building was full, and they got their money's worth with some free basketball. It was a game of runs, but it was a defensive battle. So those runs would be five points, six points. Mm-hmm. Each time you could feel momentum swinging back and forth. Didn't have an official tally on lead changes, but I would wager to bet somewhere in the teens. And it would come down at the end of the first two quarters to who made their shots, who didn't. Jasper had a chance to take the lead. I've never seen a ball circle harder and, and go out. So Castle would have a two-point lead. They would start to pull away. The Knights were looking good, had a seven-point lead, and then Jasper started to claw their way back. Uh, offensive rebounds leading the charge, and then it was a steal and a dunk from junior Braden Giesler. That would tie the game up, and over, over time we went. Mm-hmm. The Cats would not down six of six from the free-throw line in the overtime period, and really that was the difference, playing calm, composed basketball, playing really smart basketball uh, with ballot scoring and Jasper. Wraps up the Syac Conference season five and four, and they've won five straight on that list. Two ranked teams within the top three of their respective class, a Dubois County rivalry, and now two conference wins. So what's fueling this streak they're on right now? You mentioned it, five in a row, beating good teams. What's going on? You know what? They've, they've been 4-0 since they got Griffin Heil back. Now he's an offensive tackle. Their right. national signing day is going to Indiana State with a, a number of other local guys. So that's been opening up the four. But really it started before that against Northeast Dubois. They just seem comfortable. They start to fill their roles. Uh, guys coming in off the bench going from a seven- to eight-man rotation, fresher legs. And, and honestly, they're healthy. They're the healthiest they've been all season long, whether it's been injury Mm -hmm. or actual Mm -hmm. health-wise. You know, flu's been running through. It's been one of those kind of years. But they're on the same page. And I think at this point, they're taking such good care of the basketball, seven turnovers tonight, that they're learning. They're making those adjustments. It's been a great coaching effort from John Gable and his crew. They're just firing on all cylinders and believing, you know, that they can come away with these high-profile wins. Yeah. All right, take me through uh, regulation and overtime and tell me how they win this game. Well, heading down the stretch, again, it was that Braden Geisler steal and dunk. Really can't throw right. out of nowhere. It was kind of at a point where, you know, for a while, Jasper was having to make big shots to stay in the game, and Castle would answer those shots. And then it switched after a couple offensive rebounds where Jasper seemed to be 
the more high tempo team, they were knocking down their shots, and Castle tried to tread water. Once you got to overtime, you know, Jasper had a shot at the buzzer that clanked off the front side of the rim, and it felt like they were on the upper hand, won the tip in the fourth quarter. And then with the rule change, once you enter overtime with four personal fouls as a team, that changes the dynamic of the game greatly, especially when the McAtee twins, they're 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, they're both in foul trouble. So Jasper would attack mm-hmm. their free throws, and that's really what keyed them to a win tonight. On the other side, you know, Castle would go down six points a couple times in overtime. But they would knock down right. threes, and it would be right back to where we started. It was one of those cat-and-mouse games. It was truly impressive, both sides. All right, are you doing regionals tomorrow? Uh, unfortunately, no. We were one and done as far as all four Dubois County teams oh. go. Um, so we will be Sorry to bring that tomorrow. up. Yeah. yeah, but we will be on the road in Ferdinand tomorrow night. Uh, that I think we're going to see a pretty ticked-off Forest Park team after beating Heritage Hills. So it's homecoming there. They got delayed the first time due to weather. Should expect a raucous crowd, and we'll see if the Wildcats can tack one more on. Chris Norton from WITZ on the call of Jasper's 60-58 to win over Castle in overtime. Wrap-up conference championship. Chris, thanks. As always, have a great weekend. Appreciate the time. You too, Coach. Thanks very much. North Harrison beats Crawford County tonight, 64-59. David Deaton from WKLO on the call of this game. David, thanks so much for the call. It's a pretty good ball game tonight. Yeah, add another overtime game to the list, Coach. This one also went into OT tonight in Ramsey with the Cougars finding a way to scrap out a win over the Wolfpack. North Harrison had lost eight consecutive home games coming in, hadn't won at home since February 2nd of last year, and they scrap Mm -hmm. out a – very hard-fought win in a rivalry game against a very resilient Crawford County team tonight, picking up just their second win of the season, but a huge win for this Cougar team and a much-needed one considering they hadn't won at home all season coming in under first-year head coach Ross Schultz. How about those kids? I mean, how great for those kids to hang in there and keep battling and keep battling. Hasn't been easy. Can't be easy because you hear everybody talking about you. And so it can't be easy. New coach, new system, everybody trying the best they can. What a fantastic night for those kids. No doubt about it. It kind of acted like they just won a sectional by the way they reacted to that young team that has without a doubt been struggling and been trying to figure out ways to win they beat salem back on january 20th and had knocked on the door a couple other times this year including two weeks ago a double overtime loss at home to west washington Mm -hmm. so it says a lot about this team that with a lot of sophomores and inexperienced seniors that they're able to find a way to win tonight considering how tough it's been for them all year and for this North Harrison team, they were able to withstand the weather the storm rather early on. They were down nine at the end of the first quarter, came back, got the lead, and made it a three-point lead at halftime. Third quarter played really well, stretched the lead out to eight, actually had it up to ten there in the fourth quarter before the Wolfpack came storming back. And that's a team that really plays hard all the time under head coach John Hayes. The Wolfpack, a very tough team, and so it ended up going to overtime. There were a ton of free throws in this game. The Wolfpack missed a bunch of them there in the second half in an overtime, which turned out to be very critical. North Harrison made enough free throws, got enough baskets, and were able to find a way to win this, and even had a buzzer beater that rimmed out on them that would have won it in regulation. Grayson Clooney, the sophomore guard for the Cougars, got it from the left sideline about 25 feet away from the basket, 
and the ball spun around the rim and fell out at the end of regulation that sent it to overtime, and yet the Cougars still found a way to get it done, even though they had lost that 10-point lead. Great win. So, all right, so tell me who the heroes are. Talk, let's brag about some of these guys. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, the, the one that stands out the most out of anybody is Dawson Sin. He's a six-foot sophomore forward for North Harrison. Dawson was only averaging 4.6 points a game coming in. He had a career-high 17 points, including the basket that ended up icing it, making it a five-point win for the Cougars tonight. So Dawson played really well. He made a lot of free throws. He made his first four free throws in this one tonight. Ended up five out of six at the free throw line. And Logan Hewn was huge. Made a couple of threes there. He's another sophomore. He's about six foot tall as well. And Logan ends up scoring 14 points tonight. Some guys made some big defensive plays. Cooper Dunn, who is a 6'3 senior forward, made a huge block in overtime that kept the Cougars in front. And they had a lot of guys step up on the defensive end of the floor tonight as well. So it was just a really good team win. Ten different Cougars scored tonight. Eleven guys played. And Landon Farnsley, a senior guard, made a big three from the corner to start the fourth quarter early on to give the Cougars a little bit of a cushion there early. That turned out to be a huge shot. And then a couple of guys were able to make some drives to the basket, get some shots to go down as well. So it was just a well-rounded effort for the Cougars tonight. And they get the 2-16 and 16 with the win and 1-7 and seven at home. And Clarksville coming into the Cougar den on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. All right, so are you uh, on the regional trail tomorrow? Uh, no, unfortunately not. Corridan and North Harrison both bowed out in the first round of sectional, and then we covered the Orleans mm-hmm. girls last weekend, and they lost to Bar Reeve. Of course, the Lady Vikings playing Lanesville over at Crawford County right. tomorrow afternoon. So, right. yeah, we're, our, our trail ended with the girls, but what a great season that Corridan and Orleans had, and North Harrison came on strong at the end, but... It's a really good field at the regionals tomorrow. Should be a lot of good games around the state of Indiana for the girls' regionals. Do you actually have a day off? Yes, actually. Oh, <laughs> tomorrow. my goodness. What, what, is, what is that? What, what's that like? I know, right? Yeah, it's, uh, that's kind of foreign at this point of the year, no doubt about it. Well... You know what? Enjoy the time. David Deaton from WKLO. He has the overtime win tonight. North Harrison beating uh, Crawford County 64-59 again in overtime. Thanks so much for the call, David. Enjoy your night off tomorrow night. All right. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it as always. Yeah. Thanks very much. Overtime games. Overtime wins. We love them. it's, It's all good. Scoreboard update coming up. We're back after this on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Corbin Lingenfelter with this Network Indiana scoreboard update. Starting off with Adams Central and South Adams. 78-49 to winners for Adams Central. Then Alexandria, Madison Grant, 51-40 to in favor of Alexandria. Anderson was 72-29 to winners over Logansport. And Drayen, 46-38 to over Hobart. Avon defeated Franklin Central, 60-53. to And in an overtime game, Bar Reeve takes down South Knox, 47-40. to Beach Grove over Cascade, 64-54. Belmont over Angola, 65-54. 41. Ben Davis over Lawrence North, 60 to 53. Benton Central over Tri-County, 65-44. Bethany Christian and Lakewood Park. Bethany Christian gets the win, 60 to 48. Bloomington South defeated Columbus North, 50 to 
40. Blue River and Centerville, 58-55 in favor of Blue River. Bluffton over Northfield, 45-38. Boone Grove, 63-54 over Lake Station. Borden, 56. Austin, 44. Encore, sorry. Brebuff Jesuit, 77. Covenant Christian, 46. Brownstown Central, 71. Bedford North Lawrence, 49. Carroll Fort Wayne, 68. Fort Wayne Northrop, 45. Caston, 36. North Judson, 32. Over in the ECHL, the Indy Fuel were winners tonight, 6-4 over the Atlanta Gladiators. I'm Corbin Lingenfelter. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Zionsville beats Lebanon tonight, 61-34. Zionsville's J.R. Howell joins me. Coach, thanks for the call. Hey, Coach. How you doing? Not as well as you, that's for sure. I didn't I didn't win today. I didn't lose either, but uh, big win. Very impressive win. You guys, sounds like you played awfully well defensively tonight. Yeah, we did. Um, you know, we were able to, to, to cause them to um, – you know, make some uh, bad decisions, which is uh, good on our part. We, we pressured a little bit more than we usually do. Um, you know, just felt like the energy we needed to bring, uh, mm-hmm. you know, made us do that, and, and it worked out in our favor. And, um, you know, it was a really solid team effort by um, everybody tonight, defensively and offensively, and, uh, you know, we're happy with uh, the result. Well, you should be. You know, you, it, it, wins are hard to come by, especially right now. You know, January is always tough, and you get into February, and you you, you got to survive it. And it seems like uh, this is one way that, to prove that you uh, have the toughness and still ready to go because you still got a lot of a lot of ball to play. So it you know, puts you over five hundred and gets you headed, hopefully, back in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we just finished. You know, that was our fourth game in eight days. Um, so, you know, it's, it's nice to end that mm-hmm. on a, on a, on a good note. And, you know, the, the two games prior were at Ben Davis and then against center Grove. So two of the top teams in the state and, right, um, right. you know, now, now we get a week to prepare for, um, Fishers, um, and then finish up with cathedral. So, you know, we, we have our Yikes. work cut out, but, but we know, uh, uh, you know, in order to win our sectional, it's, you're going to have to play against, uh, those kind of teams night in and night out. And, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, by the end of the season and going into sectionals, we'll at least be battle-tested and, and hopefully, um, you know, be able to to make something happen. Yeah, I would think battle-tested is absolutely accurate because uh, I'm hard-pressed to figure out who plays a more difficult schedule than you do, Jr. Yeah, definitely the last uh, two weeks of the season is no uh, walk in the park. No, uh, going, no. Going into sectionals. So, I mean, it's... You know, it's something that, that um, we did when I first got here is we wanted to toughen up the schedule, and um, I probably overdid it a little bit. Um, but, you know, it's, again, in our sectional, you know, with right, as of right now, there's three teams in the top four. Um, you know, it's just it's you, you've got to go through those types of games throughout the season. Um, so when you face it in, in a win-or-go-home situation, you know, you're, you know, the nerves and the – the the idea that you've you've already played against competition like this, um, you know, I, I feel like it helps the players at least uh, mm-hmm. be able to adjust to that situation. So, hopefully, it works out and, and pays off for us. But, um, you know, I, I think putting our kids in, in those types of games is, is one. It's it's more fun, 
um, and and the environments are always always uh, fun to right. be a part of. So, um, you know, we challenge them a lot, uh, but you know, it's yeah. part of the growth process as well. All right, who plays well for you tonight in the win? Um, yeah, like I said, it was pretty balanced attack. Uh, McGuire Mitchell led us uh, with twenty tonight. Uh, Drew Snively. Uh, came in with 14. Both those guys have been our leading scorers all year. Mm-hmm. Um, Eugene Hilton um, had eight for us, and uh, we had a handful of guys um, score a bucket. And, and it was nice to see you know, we were able to put in some of our guys that haven't played a whole lot this year. Um, you know, and at the end, a couple seniors that, um, you know, just they've, they've been through it all as well, um, just hadn't been able to to get out and showcase their, their skill and, and what they've been working on. And tonight they were able to, and both of them were able to score. And, um, you know, that always brings a little sure. energy uh, to the student section and, and, and the fans and the, and the players. The way they reacted is always a, a cool scene to be a part of. J.R. Howell, the head coach at Zionsville. Zionsville with a good, solid win tonight. Congratulations. I appreciate you taking time to call me. As always. Yep. And uh, I wish you anything but the best taking time. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, Coach. Thanks for having me on, and uh, hope I can call you back here in a couple weeks. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. So glad you could call us, talk about basketball. Basketball tonight, Orleans with another big win. Um, They beat Paoli. 49-36. Tom Bradley joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations. That's a good win over a good team tonight, so congratulations. Yeah, it's a it's a big rivalry for us, obviously, in the same county, eight, eight miles away, same conference. So, uh, yeah, it was a good win on the road at Paoli. You know what? It's a great – you know, I'm, I'm just uh, – you know, I've been involved in sports for a long time. My perception, not that it matters, is it's a great game to play and a great time to play it. you you got a month left, and you're playing one of the better teams in that part of the state, ranked, playing well. You find out a whole lot. You know know a lot about your team, but you still need that kind of game at this time. Well, that's the thing, Bob. You know, these these rivalry games, these – Games against really good teams like this yeah. on the road, especially since we play uh, our sectional on the road this year. Uh, you know, they, they do a lot for your team and they, they test you, uh, get you confidence, or you find out on the other side of it what you really need to work on. And, uh, you know, for us tonight, uh, you know, playing a really good team like that, I think it does us a lot of good going to the stretch run. Yeah, coaching down in that part of the state is not for the faint of heart, is it? <laughs> you're you're going to be, you're going to be. It, it's literally like a sectional semifinal game every night you play. Well, it is. Uh, you know, we have a uh, a lot of rivalries around here. Uh, you know, over the years of of playing a lot of close games and a, right. and a lot of good teams. You know, one A and two A teams that we right. play around this area are really good, and uh, you're tested about every night. That's true. All right, tell me. Who plays well for you in this win? Again, looks to me like defensively you, you played uh, 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 another one of those kinds of games, but who steps up and plays well tonight? Well, um, Junior Ryland Crocker uh, got us off to a good start. Uh, had eight points in the first quarter, finished mm-hmm. with 18, 18 for the game. Uh, hit four threes for us. He's been playing really well here recently. And after that, Bob, we're just so balanced this year. Uh, our leading score right now is about right. ten and a right. half, ten and a half a game. 
And tonight we got 18 uh, from Ryland, uh, Ian Hall, who just went over 1,000 points against Ligoti the other night with eight. Bryce Jones, another junior guard with eight. Xavier Austin, our post player with eight. And we had a five from our other starter, Carter Allen. And I just think that that's, that's been our biggest uh, – you know, weapon this year is being so balanced that uh, right. it seems like if you try to shut somebody down, then we had other guys can step up and really give you a lot of production for points. Big weekend because you got to go to Edgewood tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah, I got to go to Edgewood tomorrow night and, uh, you know, go on the road for about an hour trip there. And they're playing pretty right. well right. right now. They just, they just beat Bloomington North this past week and uh, have not played since last right. Thursday. So they're going to be well-rested, and this will be our third game this week. So we'll be challenged again on the road tomorrow night. But uh, you know, right now, where things are going well for us, we just hope it continues. Right. Tom Bradley, congratulations on the win, Tom. Good luck tomorrow night.